Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Conscious Man Podcast. I am your host, Scott Pagliaccio, and this podcast is designed to help you wake the fuck up, (laughs) essentially, to uh, wake the fuck up to what's possible for you as a human being, to live into the men and women that we came here to be, to live into your fullest potential. And uh, we have our first guest on the podcast, and this is Amanda. And uh, Amanda is also our first sponsor. Uh, Her company called Plant Set Meals is a 100% plant-based home delivery service. Is that right? Mm -hmm. 90% organic. Um, It is the majority of it locally sourced. As local as possible. As local as possible. Um, Super ethical. What about, can you tell us a little bit about the, uh, the containers that you use? Yeah, so the containers that we use are actually made out of wheat straw fiber. Um, so they're um, going to be totally made into soil in 90 days in a commercial composting um, you know, factory, or not factory, a commercial composting unit. Okay. Um, it would actually be totally turned into soil at that point. It's made out of what would have been thrown away anyway from wheats that we harvest. Yep. And it's totally biodegradable. It can be microwaved. It can be frozen. There's no BPA in it. There's no wax lining, no um, petroleums or anything like that. So it's you know totally 100 plant based, just like the food. The food. Exactly. Right on, right on. And I can attest that it's super yummy. It is delicious <laughs> and um, I noticed that it gave me a great deal of energy and uh, filled me up and um, yeah, it was just super, super easy. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the that key. was the great a part of it. convenient meals. Yeah. That tastes bomb.com. Bomb.com. Yeah. Got that? <laughs> All right. And um, so this episode is being sponsored by Plant Set Meals, Amanda Morrow. Uh, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being here, and um, yeah, uh, I'd like to start by just asking you what inspired you, uh, or wait a minute, let's start here. I've been hearing a lot of shit about millennials, and their sense of (laughs) entitlement, and their being lazy, and this and that, and what I've noticed is that's completely not true. Actually, yeah, if you if you talk to a lot of millennials these days, they'll be like, why is there that stigma around us? Because we have to work our butts off to get anywhere, to yeah. do anything. Like, right. because our debts are so high from school, mm. and, you know, I mean, our parents are always like, oh, well, when I was your age, blah, 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 blah. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's a new day and age, people, you know? So, I mean, I would say some of us are the most hardworking people I've seen, but... I'm raising my hand. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. And it, it's inspiring to me to see how, not only hardworking, and that's the majority of people I've met that are your age, and it's, it is an inspiration to me. Um, and one of the other things I noticed, too, was how present. Like, for me, being uh, a conscious man, I think presence um, is super important. Like, and I've noticed when we first met mm-hmm. how you engaged with me and like now your eye contact and your smile and I feel seen by you when I'm with you. So that's super important. So that's, Good. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I really, really do it. Um, that was like one of the biggest things that I noticed was presence. And 
Do you say that on all millennials or specifically just like certain people? Yeah, are you, yeah. What do you do? You mean that you recognize that a lot in people? I have. So I really have. I've noticed that a great deal that the the level of presence when I'm with people that are your age, millennials, that that is one of the greatest qualities. And so I'm not seeing the bullshit that society's talking about. That's actually really great um, because to hear, actually, because one of my biggest pet peeves is when people won't put their phone down, especially like if I haven't seen them in a long time and I'm just trying to connect with them. You know, I yeah. think my, like, you know, the millennials are actually becoming more conscious of the fact that we should not be addicted to technology. Yeah. Um, and I, I would actually say I've lost a few friends to that because hmm. I'm just like, you know, it's one thing to like be on your phone and be on Facebook after you've been hanging out for a bit or, you know, we're just chilling or whatever. But like when I, I, I specifically had a friend come visit me in New York once mm-hmm. and uh, she was just on her phone the whole time. We were sitting in a coffee shop and I'm like, cool, dude, is that why you came here to just sit there on the couch and freaking scroll through Instagram because you're getting all these likes or whatever? Like yeah. to me, that's just like so surface level. And, yeah. and I don't tell, I just don't like that with family. I don't like that with friends. And it's just like, well, you can do that at home. Like, why do you need my presence? You know? Yeah. So I think we're, as a generation, we're trying to become more conscious of that. And I specifically think, like, the people I surround myself with yeah. are, you know, conscious of that. So No, absolutely. absolutely. Like, that. I uh, I like the quote from Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> That's what, like, actually That's he's... actually my Facebook bio. There yeah. you go. No wonder we get along so yeah. famously. So that that's great. And uh, let's talk a little bit more about, like, the business. And um, we were kind of speaking about it earlier. What inspired it? So let's yeah. go there. Let's let's talk okay, about that. So, man, there are so many things that have inspired my health and wellness journey in general. <laughs> yeah. But specifically this business, how it came about is I have a friend mm-hmm. um, who's actually my roommate. And he okay. was like... Oh, Amanda, you should, like, sell your peanut butter cups. I gave um, everyone gifts uh, for Christmas, you know, like normal. And and I tried to make things a lot, especially because, you know, I'm not, like, rolling in the dough. But um, so I made um, some uh, peanut butter cups, but they were vegan. Because yeah. I'm not going to give somebody something that's not what I would eat. So, so I, is that, let me, let me ask you there, let me interrupt just for a second. Um, plant-based and vegan, are those one in the same or are they they're interchangeable um vegan is usually more of a lifestyle um so i personally try not to buy anything that's leather or things like that so i resonate with vegan but plant-based is specifically like produce okay um, i mean a whole foods based yeah um but i i resonate with vegan i i use the words interchangeably um and maybe i shouldn't but i i do you know so yeah let me well like for the listener somebody's out there who Mm -hmm. let might be a meat eater but they're looking to transition do you think it would be advantageous for them to transition to a plant-based lifestyle kind of moving away from junk food yeah yeah most definitely most definitely i think anybody who wants to incorporate more veggies and fruit into their lifestyle no matter how they decide to eat is always going to be beneficial and they don't have to convert to some sort of not at all like i mean to each his own i um i personally feel with my own research and study and own journey that Mm -hmm. eating 100 percent plant-based no animal products whatsoever is the best for my body yeah um and i it shows in the china study um that was uh, published years and years ago that that is the best way of eating for the mass majority of the population but bioindividuality is very real so Mm -hmm. but um so back to what inspired me so somebody uh, told me that 
I should sell these, um, you know, just on the side. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, you know. And then I did, and it blew up, like just randomly. Just like that. I got posted to some Facebook groups, and I was like, okay, wow. Well, I'm a personal trainer, okay. so Where I... Where do you personal train at? So, personal, just so the listeners can, if they want to come check you out, yeah, of course. we want so them to come see I, you. I train at Tuttle Boxing Club in Southlake. Okay. I also go to people's homes, Okay. Um, so whatever's convenient for them. I'm very big on making anything for my clients um, just easy on them. Right. I don't want them to have to really go to extremes to get my services. So they don't have to come to the gym. You can go to them. I can go to them, but if they want a gym setting, because I understand getting out of your house is beneficial, sure. um, then they can come see me at Tidal Boxing in Southwake. Right on. Um, but other than that, you know, I uh, train at people's houses. Okay. Yeah. So. Right, uh -huh. right on. <laughs> uh, I totally lost my train of thought. That's okay. That's, hey, <laughs> what that, were we talking about? We're talking oh, about okay. how you started. Right. You said so after I'm, the peanut butter mm -hmm. cups, you, your shit blew up. Right. Okay. So yeah. after that. I have personal training clients yep. who I noticed their biggest struggle was their diet because mm. really health and wellness is 80-20. So 80% what you eat, 20% what you, what you, how you work out, okay. how you exercise your body. So the larger percentage of people accomplishing their goals of mm -hmm. like weight loss or just feeling better overall is mm -hmm. going to be primarily with food. Yes. Okay. And so, you know, I had some friends and they were like asking me about meal prepping tips and all this stuff and I was like, hey, I could actually do that for you if you want to pay me. And it started all with that. It started yep. with some of my clients that were personal training clients of mine and then I started to think about it and I was like, man, I've been doing this for a long time. Like I started doing this for myself, like constantly, you know, when I was in New York, like I used to prep my food there. Um, so that's I, part of being a personal trainer. Yeah, you do meal prep. Exactly. You, and that's just for you though. You weren't doing that for... No, I wasn't doing that for other people. And then a friend of mine, um, Lauren, she actually, she's been my friend for years and years and years since we were ch children. And she looked at me one day after I started doing this more and she's like, have you ever thought to yourself, why the fuck haven't I thought of this sooner? <laughs> and I was like, yes, Lauren, yes. I have thought that many times. She's like, because cooking has always just come very naturally to okay. me. Um, I have always thought as that's a way to serve people like in a natural ability. Like, because people are like, how do you know how to do that? And I'll be like, I don't know. I just like, I feel like the food speaks to me and I just, I just like throw the spices together. I don't even know it'd be good. Like, I, I don't know. Like, so there's a connection between you and the food and yeah. it comes very naturally yeah. and Wow, I mean that feels good hearing you say that. Like I like feel cared for. Be like if we zoomed out and I was one of your clients. Like I'm over here feeling like appreciated and cared for. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's definitely love in the food. Uh, for I mean, sure. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. Like I, like yeah. literally when we were at your seminar uh, just the other day. Uh -huh. I that's one of the things that I noticed. Like that was most present to me during that was the amount of love that went into it. Not like some hypothetical thing, but it was mm -hmm. like, I, it was a felt sense for me. Yeah. Well, so. I truly believe food is thy medicine, as mm. I think, what is it, Socrates, or I'm sorry, I'm probably yeah. forgetting who said that, but you no. know, somebody said food is thy medicine. Yeah, some, and it, some fucking and old I, guy. Yeah, some, somebody yeah. in, you know, Greek mythology, or Greek culture, or whatever. It could have been a chick. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyway, so I really truly believe that, and that's the thing, like, I feel like so many diseases can be prevented or even reversed through food, Yep. and through um, a lot of my own experiences, I have healed um, certain things that I have gone through. With. So you've had some sicknesses that yes. you started to change your diet, implement mm -hmm. certain things, and it's reversed them or it's eliminated them? Yes. Okay. So I've actually had a fungal infection in my blood. Wow. What's that? Before. So it's um, candida dispersed throughout my bloodstream. Candida. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it was caused by... I don't know what candida... It's what a fungal. Mean? Okay. Uh, it's it's a fungal infection. And it's in the blood. It Well, I got... It was blood. in my blood. Okay. Usually it's in the intestines or, you know, other areas of the body. Yeah. Well, it ended up in my bloodstream and wow. I just had a multiple things, a multitude of things happen at once. So I had that happen. I had something that was similar to Lyme disease mm. and then I had... Um, I had adrenal fatigue. Uh, there was just so many things going on with my body. I could, my body was just like reacting to almost everything I ate. I felt like everything. I was like, Is I this, cannot. Were this you was, eating a plant-based life? I was vegetarian plant? at the time. Okay. I was not vegan um, okay. or I was not 100% plant-based. Um, but uh, I had come to the realization that my body did not like ingesting dairy. We're mm. not baby cows, so we're not actually designed to ingest dairy as it was. Yeah. But yes. And is um, that factual? Like, have you done research on? Well, when you just think dairy? about it, like logically, I mean, I know we discussed this at my plant-based yeah. class, but when you think about it, just like in a logical sense, regardless of scientific studies or not, yeah. like if you think about what dairy product, dairy, like cow's milk was designed to do mm-hmm. or what it was designed for, it was designed to feed a baby cow. Sure, that makes so sense. that's one yeah. of the things that's like, you know, this baby cow came out 70 pounds and in one year it needs to weigh one ton. Right. So naturally there's baby cow growth hormone yeah. in the milk. Right. Okay. So it's not designed for people. That there's makes no sense. reason that we as humans need to drink the milk of another animal. Right. And that's why people are becoming more and more lactose intolerant and yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so I discovered all of that, and I realized how that really, really affected my own um, personal health uh, journey. So, and it and it really helped. Um, so it re- so, you, in changing your diet, those the my fungal. Diet. Mm-hmm. There were there were a bunch of different things I had to kind of maneuver and manipulate because when you're trying to starve out a fungal infection, um, you really want to make sure that you, you know, don't eat certain. Um, produce and certain certain things anything that is a fungus itself so like uh, mushrooms, mushrooms i want to so that's a whole other spiel yeah but basically being conscious of what i was eating in the first place helped my recovery wow and then i've seen how it helps women who have ptsd mm. i've seen how it can um really affect people who have cancer oh wow um, can you speak more to that because I, we touched on that again at the seminar but that really intrigued me that people that People who adhere to a vegan or plant-based lifestyle do not contract cancer, or okay. it's not been found. Mm-hmm. Well, can you ex- interestingly enough, I actually know somebody who's vegan and has cancer. Okay. So, um, and I'm not close with them or anything. So, right. it is possible to have cancer when you are on a plant-based. Yeah. Well, not on a vegan lifestyle. So, but the likelihood of developing cancer when you are on a whole foods plant-based lifestyle and eating style is very low okay. compared to somebody who is an American a standard American diet. Okay. Yes, or yeah. junk food um vegan or anything like that. Right. But so, so it's we're not totally about whole unheard foods. of. Yeah, we're talking about whole foods, lots of produce, lots of um, you know, Grain, like whole good grains yeah. for your body. Um, beans, legumes. yeah. And the way I like to explain this to people yeah. is um, so your body has an environment in which can be very acidic mm-hmm. or very alkaline. Okay. okay. So no matter what disease um, you might be fighting or trying to prevent, if your body is very acidic, um, it makes it where any disease can thrive in your body. 
if your body, let me see if, I, if I'm following you, if your body is acidic, yes. it makes it easier for disease mm -hmm. to thrive in your yes. body. Okay. It's, it creates an environment in where cancer can thrive, where mm. fungal infections can thrive, bacteria can thrive. Okay, so as people, we have cancer cells develop every day. Yeah. yeah. But our bodies fight it off. Right. So if your body is in a very acidic environment, what, um, what, it, what would contribute dietary-wise mm -hmm. to your body being in an acidic state? Well, meat, okay. alcohol, okay. caffeine is acidic, which by the way, Tyler's Coffee is the first world's coffee, or coffee in the world that is deemed non-acidic. Mm. Um, they actually figured out a way to make it non-acidic, so check that coffee out. Check out Tyler's. Check out Tyler's yeah, big shout coffee. out to Tyler's. Yeah. Yo, I forgot we were live. Uh, What's up, y'all? Um, so, you know, caffeine, meat, dairy, um, like junk food, like Oreos and anything very high and the bad fats, mm -hmm. um, you know, anything it's essentially that's off. not good for your body. I gotcha. mean, greens are very, very, very alkalizing. Yeah. Um, so obviously that's produce. Yeah. Um, so when you eat something that's alkalizing, it brings it to where your pH level is optimum. Okay. So most sense. cancers, yeah. not all, there are very few, but most cancers are thriving in an acidic environment. Okay, and did we have some, uh, some, an actual doctor on staff who backs up this research that you're talking about. What's her name? Let's give well, her a shout out. Well, Dr. Renata, uh, she was actually at the class that Nicole and I taught yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last Saturday yep. at Natural Grocer. Yep. So she is definitely um, on board with the holistic nutrition aspect of things. She is a dermatologist and pathologist. Okay. Um, but also there's Dr. Uh, Gerson, who was a German doctor that has this concept called the Gerson therapy, okay. and Dr. My mind just totally went blank. Um, Gregor? Yes, Dr. Gregor. Dr. He Gregor. is one of the most world-renowned, respected doctors and leading in whole, like plant-based nutrition okay. that backs yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. There's so many documentaries out there, like what the health, forks over lives, fat, sick, and nearly dead, that all support exactly what I'm saying. And the research is out there. Right. The research is there. And it there it just it frustrates me so much when I see that um, there, you know, there's like, oh let's raise money for the cure. Well, mm, you know what? A bit yes, because First of all, you have to think about what caused it in the first place. Sure. Okay, if your body was naturally designed to be able to kill certain things off, um, you know, we're feeding it things that will actually make it thrive. Right, so right, our right, bodies right. are designed to heal itself. Right. But if you're not giving it the proper nutrition to do the work for you, yeah. you're never going to get anywhere. And that I, you know, I don't care who you are, where you're from. If you get cancer, nutrition matters. Yeah. Nutrition matters, that and that's sense. one of the things that I think is one of the most frustrating in America, like, because... That they don't push, they push, uh, like, medicine. Yes, and, and not I... Not in the form of food. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not saying that, like, chemotherapy and radiation, right. all these things are it's bad necessary. ways to go. Right. But if you were to put that in conjunction with, with. the nutrition, or even just, like, you know, maybe research a little bit and do some other types of therapies, yeah. I think the, the survival rate would be increased by a lot. I, I, I really uh, truly believe that. No, I've seen it. I've seen what a difference it's made in my life. Like yeah. I can't imagine the trajectory. What I what I would be like now mm -hmm. if I hadn't changed or, or evolved uh, my nutritional habits. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd probably be like three four hundred pounds and maybe possibly dead. Yeah. Most likely dead. So, so you know, just in the aspect of weight and aesthetics, you yeah. know. So think if you were somebody that had cancer or Lyme disease or 
lupus or anything and you're feeding your body with bad nutrition, like, why would you do that? Yeah, I, I mean... I, and I get why people do that. Of course. What they were grown to accustomed to yeah. um, in, in America, but it just breaks my heart. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> so, yeah, that makes sense. It, mm-hmm. it breaks my heart, too, and uh, that's the cool thing about what we're doing is we're bringing more awareness to the collective, to all the people out there. So, it, thing... As daunting a task as I think it is to change the world, it starts with one person. So you are making a change. It, you made a change in my life, like in the lives of my, my children. So let me just acknowledge you there because my son now knows what a plant-based lifestyle is, where he was not exposed to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he searches, when he comes to my house, he searches online, Dad, let's look up plant-based foods. And that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, because now it's not only him, it's the next seven generations of children. It's mm-hmm. his children and his children's exactly. children. Exactly. So I'm super grateful uh, for having met you and being involved. And I remember the day that we walked into Title and we boxed, and it yeah. was like one of the most amazing experiences. So <laughs> yeah. I, I'm super grateful for, for you and uh, Title Boxing and Plant Set Meals and. Uh, all of the people that you work with. Oh, it's yeah. just been an amazing experience. And um, let's, there was a couple of other topics I wanted to touch on. Um, let me take a look here. Okay, let's talk, since you're a personal trainer mm-hmm. and I have a background in fitness as well, I'm curious to know, like for the athletes out there, for okay. the listeners that are out there that are athletes, let's talk a little bit about performance. And my philosophy is that if you want to perform at optimum levels, it's very important what you put in. So oh, yeah. can you speak to like the athlete out there that's listening that's like, well, I have to have gobs of protein and okay. uh, in the form of animal products. Yeah, of course. So there are actually quite a few people out there that are considered vegan athletes. I personally know a couple of fighters that are uh, vegan and they're performing tremendously. Okay. Um, you know, the, one of the top athletes out there that would be reputable as the American Olympic athlete. Um, yeah, and he's, a, he's an, and I have friends that are, since I do CrossFit, there's a lot of Olympic lifters mm-hmm. and uh, power lifters that are out there that are breaking the, yeah, the and they're vegan, yep, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So, so lay it on them. Yeah. So in the average, um, day and age, we are totally being over-marketed to, uh, how much protein we need to take, yep. um, specifically just because of how much corruption there is in America in the sense of what's being funded by the meat industries and things like that. Yeah. But you Lobbying. only need, yeah, you yeah. only need 0.36 grams per pound of body weight of protein a day. And where, where does this statistic come from? Because we've all heard that we need to have one at least and that or multiple grams depending on mm-hmm. your level of activity well even if through there are multiple sources but the one that i for sure know that i can speak on yeah. was through my own personal training of the national academy of sports medicine yeah that's a pretty reputable yeah uh, so you know there's also some americans something or another um i honestly couldn't recite it off the top of my head but i know from my own personal training um through the national academy of sports medicine that is what i have been taught okay. myself and so as you, uh, or as you as a male who's 175, 180 yeah. pounds, you only need wet. about 65 grams of protein. Okay. Okay. So if you're, if you're totally 
just overriding your body with massive amounts of meat protein, you're actually harming your kidneys. Mm. You're harming your heart because of the cholesterol. Yeah. So as an athlete, you don't want to clog your arteries. You right. need those to pump at full capacity yeah. to get that blood pump in and to get that oxygen where it needs to go. Yep. But when you are clogging that with all types of animal fat, it's you're not performing at optimal performance. I got you. And I, I did, I, just to add to that, I had uh, kidney stones and I was, I was ingesting ridiculous amounts of protein, yep. like crazy, crazy amounts. So, um, and that was the cause of the kidney stones. And now that I have, we, I have removed that from my lifestyle, I haven't had any symptoms, nor have, you know, nothing. So I'm really, I can attest to what you're saying that the ungodly amounts of animal mm -hmm. products are not necessary. And I haven't lost muscle mass. Actually, I'll be honest, I feel like I've, I look the best, not, and not just physically, that's a great side benefit of changing my yeah, lifestyle. it's a plus. And I perform at a higher level, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, so. so there's this thing I always like to, to bring up, and it's people are like, oh, you know, where are you going to get your protein? And my thing is, is always like, you want to be as strong as the ox, but you forget what the ox ate to get there. Right. So, you know, all these strong, strong animals in the natural world. Yeah eat plants yeah. to be that strong and you're like, getting secondhand protein source yeah. when you eat an animal right why would you not want to get it from the first hand protein source right. you're eating processed protein right. essentially because all these animals that you are eating we're eating plants right yeah maybe no, that not makes necessarily sense. all of them, there are some of them. yeah there yeah. are some carnivore animals that are, out, mm -hmm. that are out there you know what i think uh nicole mentioned something to me about our teeth and the way our mm -hmm. mouth is designed do you know what i'm talking about yeah like are we designed so naturally to have... So there are some doctors that uh, have gone over the fact that our canines aren't massively large and like massively sharp to rip and tear meat flesh. and flesh. Okay. okay? Yeah. And then also our jaws, the way they move up and down mm -hmm. and a little bit side to side. You know, it's just the way our actual anatomy of our teeth are designed show that we are what they call frugivores, okay. which is designed to mostly eat plants. Ah, wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell you exactly who sourced that, unfortunately. I'm not very good with memorizing statistics off the top of no. my head. But I, there are studies out there that show that. I think there was actually um, a speaker on Dr. Oz, even, that showed that. Spoke to that? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, just our anatomy in general. Like, when you think of um, a carnivore animal, their intestines are much, much shorter than ours, and their enzyme and acidic content to digest that meat is much, much, much higher than ours. Okay. Our intestines are insanely long. long. Yeah. So, you know, carnivore animals, they get that protein and they digest and it goes straight through them. But with us, it's going to sit there for mm. a while and that's not helping. No, that, no. It sits in our intestines. It yeah. takes much longer to get through and our enzyme content in our stomach is not as high as in a carnivore animal. No, that makes sense. The, yeah, way, we're, so. the way we're anatomically built sounds like to me that it was designed more for a plant-based lifestyle yeah right and on. some people might be like oh but cheese well we are actually addicted to cheese there's queso morphines that are actually causing people to be addicted to cheese and so you know after eating cheese all your life yeah it of might course. not be easy just to overnight yeah i think it's a habitual thing too we're so used to doing something repetitively that if we then have to stop doing it it, it maybe it's not even so oh like for me it's the habit like mm -hmm. breaking the habit of actually doing it yeah. not so much it's the thing 
but stopping doing it is like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to die. And then you're like, oh, well, how do I even get this meal to taste good without cheese? Or how do I even find an alternative for that? Well, and this is where Plant Set Meals comes in because... There you go. That's yeah, great. What a great way it, to segue it, into that. Know, yeah, 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 yeah. This is where we come into it because I want to show people that there are 100% plant-based meals out yep. there that are actually good, yes, as they Max are. would say. I can attest to that because I'm having lasagna tonight. Yeah, and like, you know, I will I will totally be honest and agree that there are some nasty alternative of cheeses out there, Like, yeah. but there are also some really good ones. It's just like, you're not going to like every single type of cheese made from cow's milk either. Right, you're not right. going to like every single meal that is not necessarily plant-based. Right. So you just got to give some things a chance and kind of think outside the box a little bit. But everything that I make is, you know, designed to be healthy but tasty. Mm. And so, like, the lasagna you're going to eat later it actually has homemade mozzarella made out of cashews. Oh, So yum. cashews and then there's brown rice noodles and then sauce, basil sauce, and, you know, some fresh greens Sounds in it. And then ricotta made out of, of tofu. Yum. It sounds amazing. I can't yeah. wait to try it. Well, uh, I'm noticing the time and I know we're getting towards the end. And I'd like to just uh, thank you. And I'd, I'd like to also just tell the listener where they can find you. You know, yeah. all the social media, uh, your website, you know, share that with them. Yeah, most definitely. Thank you for having me on your podcast. It was my I, pleasure. You know, first interview with my new business made yeah. me super happy to talk to you. Um, so everyone out there can find me on social media, on Facebook at Plant Set on Facebook, okay. uh, Plant Set Meals on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram, Plant Set Meals okay. as well. And then our website, www.plantsetmeals.com. Again, that's www.plantsetmeals.com. And anybody who's listening out there, if they wanted to go to that website, mm-hmm. they can use our coupon code right 10 off for $10 off their first order. What? So that's 10, 10 off. And delivery is free as yeah, well. Yeah, delivery is free what? to all of DFW Metroplex kidding me all of dfw metroplex guys so we have not 100 percent officially launched but we are accepting customers um on a base on a base or case by case yeah. kind of basis yeah, 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 yeah. um so i call it what i call my preemie business uh-huh. um but we essentially are accepting most people and but, our listeners know, are definitely preemie oh sure. yeah oh definitely yeah. you are totally eligible for me to take an order from you awesome. if you get this um, podcast in your hands. So again, that's 10 off one zero capital O F F capital O capital F capital F 10 off. All right. Thanks, Amanda. And in closing, we want to, uh, thank you for joining us. And, uh, also if you found value in this podcast, we would appreciate that you share it with someone, share it with someone, share it with a friend. If you have a friend out there that's struggling in their, in their life nutritionally or physically, and you think they, this podcast would serve them in a deep way all we could ask amanda and i is that you share this with them give put this in their hands so they can make the change in their own lives and uh thank you again for joining us thank you again for being here thank you for staying fucking woke yeah and uh look we'll see you in the morning all right have an amazingly wonderful and fantastic evening everyone good night